Welcome to Frankly Speaking with Mayor B. I'm Frank Pezzanite III. And I am Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we delve further into our series, The Hills Have Size. Today we're going to be discussing Season 3, Episode 8, For Better or For Worse. And as predicted, it is wedding themed, big time. It is wedding themed, big time. Um, and so we have just a teeny tiny bit of house cleaning. Oh, oh and we're in the middle of a really big thunderstorm. <laughs> a hail and thunderstorm, so. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, and also, our friend Diana is still here. She's not officially on this episode, but she may be chiming in from time to time. So yes, do please. not be uh, alarmed if you hear a voice in the background. <laughs> like Spencer, you can't get rid of it. <laughs> um, so the house cleaning we have, we were talking last week about the Bolt House porno, what we would call it. We weren't able to come up with anything great. I kind of like Bolt Housed. Um, but we would like to leave it up to you listeners. Please like tweet us cast or Instagram votes. us and cast a vote and tell us what you think the Bolt House porno should be called. Yeah. We look forward to hearing your input. Agreed. Um, other house cleaning, both related to Whitney, which I love. Whitney is also going to be a guest star on the Hollywood Medium. Thank you again to my friend Kelly for pointing that out. And Diana let us know that Whitney is a judge on the British version. Yeah, Britain and Ireland's Next Top Model, which is still going on now. I was <gasps> living in Asia, and they were playing it on Asian TV, and so I watched it there. Her and Tyson Beckford. Amazing. Ooh. So um, you guys should probably... I'm going to do a little deep dive so yeah, you can so find it on the internet somewhere. Yeah, I want to see Whitney on that judges panel for sure. 100%. Yeah. All right. Scenes from the previous episode. A little more talk about the Young Hollywood party. There was yeah. a little bit about um, Heidi's wedding. They flashed back to her, her painting over the mural in the apartment. Her engagement wasn't going so well. It's like, no, Spencer's just a horrible person when it comes to home decor. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Lauren says that she... Wasn't sure if she wanted to make a fresh start with Jason, and she was about to find out she had no idea or something like that. I don't know. Whatever. And, well, it's not an option now, Laura. <laughs> nope. Sorry. No, it's not. So we dive right in, and we are having coffee with Jason. And Jason is wearing a sleeveless t-shirt, and Lauren immediately calls him out and says, is this a thing? Is this what we're doing now? <laughs> and he's like, I don't really have any clothes. I don't know where all my clothes are. She says, I have a ton of your clothes. Thanks for all my workout t-shirts. <laughs> Like, Lauren didn't have, like, gorgeous, form-fitting, overly-priced workout gear. Oh, she, but... was, she was, like, Lululemon before Lululemon uh -huh. was happening. Yeah, For exactly. sure. Not, um, not his true religion, New Republic affliction <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I would like to see Lauren hanging out in the house with one of those shirts instead of That'd be the amazing. dress we see her wearing later. <laughs> oh, God. So then Jason says, kind of out of nowhere, after this little tidbit about his clothing... I do want you to meet my girlfriend, though. And the way he says it says, it sounds like I want you to be my girlfriend, though. That, and that's what I thought, too, at first, is that I want you to be my girlfriend. But it's yeah. actually, I want you to meet my girlfriend. And that was sneaky, MTV, because it sounded like B on the promo of the yeah. week yeah. before. Yeah, like, it sounds like Lauren almost didn't hear it. Well, then Ramona totally pulls a Ramona eyes. I mean, not Ramona. Lauren pulls a Ramona eyes, like bugged out, full on, insane. Yeah. Um, and I really don't think she knew about the girlfriend. I think this was the first time she was hearing about it. Well, in the next scene, she says, I'm surprised he didn't tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Lauren says, like, what's her name? And her name is Katya. Mm -hmm. But Jason says it like Kashi cereal, basically. And he says Kasha. Yeah. 
But it's but Katya. It's, it's Katya. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, we're going to move in together. And Lauren's face, like her eyes bulge out even further. And she's just like, I would love to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> Shade. Um, I kind of like the thunder and lightning. I know. In the I know. It kind of goes. Something ominous is coming. <laughs> Jason's moving in with Katya. <laughs> Boom. Um, so then Lauren and Audrina are lounging by the empty pool. Um, yes, to kick Aud- it back to season one. And Audrina is wearing a beautiful bikini. I of was course. very into it. It's gorgeous. Lauren is fully dressed because I guess she's going to work. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so she tells Audrina that Jason has a girlfriend and that they're moving in. And she says, I think it's weird he didn't tell me sooner. And so I guess they're going to have a housewarming party. And Audrina is really nice. And she goes, I'll go with you. And Lauren's like, really? You will? And she's like, yeah, totally. And she's like, are we going out tonight? And they say, yep. And that's that. Of course, because they go out every night. I wouldn't want to go with a friend to meet her ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend. No. That's a nice That's a that's nice a, thing to do. That's yeah. a good friend thing. And yeah. I, it's interesting, too, because I just realized, I was a little skeptical. I was like, she really doesn't know that he has a girlfriend or has been hanging out. But that was pre-Instagram. Like, that was, yeah, you know, yeah. if you, I don't know, you weren't posting photos on Friendster. Mm-mm. And our theory that Jason is slowly slipping off the wagon in a hurry is... Totally true. Yeah. So they're getting together once in a while for coffee, and he's just not saying anything. That's what I think. Um, so then we are at Teen Vogue in Lisa Love's office, and she is giving Whitney a big assignment. Big photo shoot. There's no such thing as a small photo shoot at Teen Vogue. They're Never. all a big photo shoot. With the band Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Hashtag 2007. <laughs> uh, hashtag their big song was Face Down, yeah. as we looked up. They have... <laughs> Put out a few albums since this appearance, but yeah. have gone on to do nothing. And they're originally from Jacksonville, Florida, which explains a lot. And they've burned through like five members of the group also yeah, since if this you, was filmed. Yeah, if you go to their Wikipedia page, it's like there are five current members, and I believe there are six past members. members. Yeah, It's whatever they run out of their jar of it's pomade, like Man- then they yeah. have to bring a new guy It's in. like Menudo. Yeah, <laughs> like the band name stays the same, and like the members just constantly yeah. change. Yep. Well, they all look, and we meet them later, but they all look vaguely similar, pimply, yeah. and yeah. scraggly black hair. So pretty interchangeable. Very flat iron, scraggly yeah. black hair. Yeah, they kind of look like a Fallout Boy or like the Killers' sad knockoff kind of like. Oh, but none of them are as cute. As no, Killers yeah. red flowers. Sad knockoff. Yeah. Like they just got that hair. You know, they've got, like, the big bang, and, like, they probably look like they wear eyeliner, but that, they're not that cute. that pop-punk <gasps> kind of look? Oh. Oh. Well, we're still lit up, and... Wait, it's now dark here. We have lost the light. <laughs> um, hold on. <laughs> Let me get the flashlight out on my phone so I can see my notes. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> this is amazing. It's because... Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So we are now... <laughs> In the dark. Okay. But with and the, we're going to start sweating in about five seconds. With electricity. Well, the air conditioning has been off for forever. Yeah. I, yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's let's keep, keep it going, okay. people. This podcast stops for no man. It's, no. Be, it's because we insulted Red Jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah. God is a big fan, guys. Um, okay. So then we are with Heidi and Jen, and we are going wedding dress shopping. Oh, well, no. I have another comment oh, about okay. Lily's love interaction. She actually did her hair this time, but she did it like a teenager from 1983. Oh, she yeah. had curled it and then like brushed one side back behind her ear. Um, I, I've been watching a lot of Stranger Things lately, and it's just like the girl from Stranger Things. But yeah, she looks like a teen from 1983. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so then we are wedding dress shopping. And yet again, we've called to the bench and Jen Bunny is there with Heidi. Poor thing. Only gets called in when Heidi has no friends because she doesn't. Well, and this is a fascinating fact about Jen Bunny. She is super smart, apparently. Really? She has her master's. Like, but I think she even has like her PhD. Or she might still be in school something for Something crazy. Yeah. Like she is super smart, which is like, that's dark horse. Yeah. So either she's a really good actress or I don't know. Well, mm. what's amazing to me too is that we know at this point that Holly Montag was in LA. Why, yeah. Why didn't they bring up Heidi's sister sooner for her to have someone to hang out with? Maybe she didn't want to be on the show. Maybe. And they had to like coax her into it. I don't know. But it feels like that's probably someone she was actually hanging out with. I don't know. I don't maybe she. Maybe her mom was pressuring Holly. And I was like, I don't want you to get on, be on the show because look at his son, a Maybe. That's very true. Yeah. Because I feel like Holly definitely listens to her parents way more than Heidi does. Yeah, probably. For sure. Yeah. Um, so Heidi tries on this strapless silk beaded dress. It's pretty, but it's nothing. It's not fancy. It's not. It's nothing to write home about. And she was like, oh my God, my heart is beating so fast. It's so real. I can't believe I'm getting married soon. And Jen Bunny is throwing some realness down in Heidi's face. And I love it. And she's like, well, I mean, are you like really sure? Like one of my best friends just dated her boyfriend for five years. They just broke up. And he's like, yeah, but for me, it's different. Like this is my soulmate. Okay. I mean, she's not wrong, I and guess. Well, is. and again, how is Jen Bunny a bridesmaid? Like, the last time they were together, I she know. kind of shit on her. Now she's at her dress fitting, shitting on her again. And rightfully so. I mean, we know it worked out, but, like, Jen's correct. Like, she is in the right mind frame. Like, you should not be getting married this quickly. It, 99% of the time, doesn't work out. Yeah. Well, I guess Jen Bunny has a lot of student loans to pay off, and they're like, "Oh yeah, she yeah. Need, they're like Heidi needs a friend. Can <laughs> yeah. you come?" Like, okay, I guess it's been a couple weeks. I do sure. love when Heidi asks Jen, "Like, are you excited about your dress meeting a bridesmaid's dress?" Which, by the way, no, no one is excited about that. But Jen Bunny goes, "Yeah, it better be Vera Wang." Good. <laughs> <laughs> She's got dollar bill signs. In her um, I have a really funny sidebar, Vera Wang. Um... <laughs> Who also has a line for Coles, by the way. Bridesmaid's dress um, story, very quickly. My best friend got married. She was wearing a Vera Wang dress. Um, I was going to meet her at the Vera Wang in the Watergate to help her pick out the dress. And her brother was going to meet us there as well. I was coming from work, so I got there a little later. You have to be buzzed in this whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. So I get buzzed in, and they're like, oh, who are you here for? And I was like, the Temption wedding. And the, oh, yeah, very scary. Luckily, they're still married, so that ominous thunder doesn't do anything. But so I go in, and I, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm here for the Temptation Wedding. And Leilani, I'll never forget her name, was the woman. And she goes, well, come right this way with me. And I was like, okay. And I'm looking around for my friend Rachel and her brother. I don't see them. And she takes me into the fitting room, and there's a dress on the hanger. And I'm like, what is going on right now? And she was like, well, that I heard that you were, like, the man of honor, like, the maid of honor. So, like, you know, here you can try on the dress. And I was like, I'm not wearing a dress, I'm wearing a tuxedo. And then I hear all this cackling, and it's my friend Rachel and her brother, who had convinced Leilani that she was, that I was going to actually be wearing a dress. So we all had a big laugh, and Leilani was like, oh, thank God. She's like, I've never actually had to put a man in a bridesmaid's dress before. So that is my Vera Wang bridesmaid story. What color was it? Um, They were black, I think. Okay. God. Well, it was like... 12, 11 years ago, 12 years It was a long time ago. That's a really, it would have been flattering. That's a good little prank, because I have to say, it would be horrifying. Like, it would be, I was, 
gobsmacked that like this woman was acting as if she'd done it all the time. Well, I think <laughs> that you pull it together. You spend that kind of money on a dress. Like you just cater to whoever's in there. But yeah. it was hysterical and yeah, my best friend is super funny. So that's awesome. Um, so anything more to say about wedding dress shopping in this scene? No, I mean, it was boring and dumb yeah. and Jen Bunny is actually proving very wise. Yeah. So there you go. Those degrees are paying off. Um, so then Whitney and Lauren go to meet red jumpsuit apparatus at their hotel. <laughs> at the Magic Castle. What is that? Are okay, they... the Magic Castle is an incredibly famous... Uh, I, I didn't realize it had a hotel attached to it. I didn't know. But it's like a club. I don't mean like a dance club, but like a club for magicians in LA. Like, Neil oh. Patrick Harris is really into it. It's a big deal. Okay. But it definitely was the hotel for the, for the Magic Castle because there were magic posters... In the room. And I didn't realize they had a hotel. All I knew about, because I have friends that are members, it's like a... It's a big deal to be a member. Gentleman's okay. club, sort of, you get invited. I didn't know it had a hotel. Yeah, it was, and not a very nice hotel either. No. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not the most gorgeous building, but it is, it's like, I, not that that's super appealing, but it's, it's like right by, um, like, Hollywood and Vine. Yeah. And huh. it's a staple. It's like a thing. Okay. All right. So they walk into this hotel room and they're carrying like an armful of jeans because they want to, you know, get the boys fitted for jeans for the photo shoot ahead of time. And the band is kind of flirting with them, but not really. They're like, well, we trust you girls. Your outfits are cute. And it's like, well, yeah, you also dress like you're in a bad band. So yeah, of course they look good. Um, and they say like, so what's going on tonight? What's the scene? And they say, we're going to little dive bar. And I don't know why they they said we're going to a dive bar. I don't know. I thought it was the name of the place, the way they said it, and then it turns out that's not true. I think they just said we're going to a dive bar. Okay. Yeah. Made, I think. Whatever. So they walk back to Whitney's huge Cadillac, and we see what Lauren is wearing. And Lauren has several big fails this episode. But this top that she's wearing, it's almost like a vest from the movie Newsies, but it has a very deep V, almost like a tuxedo jacket, and it's sleeveless with a collar, and then it has like a row of buttons down the front. Yeah, it's got sus like a suspender back, too. No, 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 that's the dress. That's, oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah, the other uh, one. I feel like she's... That's fail number two. I feel like she's like trying to find her fashion stride, like now that she's sort of taking away the dark, dark eye makeup and... Not like there wasn't headband this episode, was there? Oh, oh yes, there, there is. is. There? Oh, okay. There's a big old black one when at they're the at the dime, yeah. yeah. Okay, then maybe she isn't trying to feel out her style. She's getting there slowly. Yeah. Like she's she's into the baby doll dresses, she's doing the skinny jeans with top things. She just hasn't refined it yet. She's on her way. But that oh, this top was rough and not as rough as the dress that we'll get to. <laughs> So then we're at the dime, apparently, that that's where they were going. Yeah. That's the dive bar they meant. Um, and the band is there, and they're all talking about shots and what shots they're going to take. And, I don't know, the head ugly guy, the one that's... <laughs> <laughs> ugly guy number I'm one. assuming the lead singer, we never get confirmation, but he must be the lead singer. I don't know. And... <clears throat> They're talking about how they all like red-headed sluts. And Lauren goes... Well, first, buttery nipple. Yeah. They're like, have you ever had a buttery nipple? And they said, Do you, what about red-headed sluts? And, and Lauren, Lauren goes, goes, I love them. Yeah. And she goes, have you ever had a red-headed slut? And he goes, a few. And I'd like to think when he says a few, one of them is Lindsay Lohan. Probably. Because that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, red-headed sluts are gross. Like, I... What, back in the day, when I was hanging out at this strip club called JP's all the time... Um, cause my good girlfriend Brianna was a cocktail waitress there. 
um, redheaded sluts were their thing. So, like, we drank them all the time. They're disgusting. It's like Jaeger and some other stuff. Like, they're not good. They're not yummy. I feel like a lot of shots I used to take regularly are not good. No. Well, but I was surprised that Lauren was like, I love, like, they're yummy. I was like, they're not yummy, Lauren. No. It's not. They're... I mean, a buttery nipple is good. That's yummy. I mean, yeah. Jaeger itself is not good. Yeah, no, it's, I, no, I, it's I, gross. I, I kind of like it, but. Well, I guess if you like licorice kind of taste. Yeah, and it's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Everything I used to take a shot of was, one, never a good idea, and two, probably not that tasty. But I think around that time, everybody was drinking, um, like, Jaeger Red Bull. Oh, yeah. Jaeger so, bombs. Jaeger yeah. bombs. Like, mm-hmm. I think... Yep. I don't know. Not yummy, though. Yeah. I was a little surprised by her, like, jubilance about it. Well, we also, you only take shots when you don't need shots, right? Like, you're already drunk. And so you're like, oh, yeah, I love those. It's like, no, you don't. You don't remember that you don't like them. Well, then I love from there we get, like, a shot, 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 shots, montage. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I think they take one. Well, but it must have been tequila because they were clear. The girls were having clear shots, which you actually pointed out. Yeah. And then he was having either a Jaeger or a redheaded sled. Or were the girls doing, like, a lemon drop? Could be. Lemon drops seem a little cloudy, though. I mean, these were just clear. Yeah. I don't think they would do something straight up, though. Adrena plugged her nose. <laughs> I know. That was not well, very Well, that's what I mean. Roll. Maybe she was plugging her nose because it was not sweet and yummy. I don't know. Yeah. And then they're all just, like, kind of doing this, like, uh-oh, we're going to get in trouble thing. Fake, fake, fake. And... <laughs> well, poor Whitney's actually trying to be responsible. <laughs> she a keeps little, checking the, in with them, too. Right, but then the part where she says, like, remember, guys, you gotta wake up early, was completely dubbed. Yeah. So, she's she's also in it to win it. Like, she's not saying she doesn't want a shot. She'll be like, she's like, I'll take one. Well, but she does say when she's like, are you gonna go out after this? Because I don't think you should go out after this. Because you have stuff to do tomorrow morning, and we're not gonna... Yeah. Uh, she tries a little. More than the others, anyway. So then we cut to the next day and Lauren and Audrina are at home and Lauren comes down the stairs in, I'm going to go ahead and say one of the most hideous things we've seen her in. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It's really bad. So it is a gray fabric kind of almost like overalls dress. Um, it's got ruffles down the chest panel, but then the straps are made of suspenders. Yeah. And there was some weird shit on the back, too. A bold yeah. choice. Yeah that, yeah, that ruffle front was very in. And I remember I had a shirt around that time that my friend would always say it was the green vagina dress. Because it kind of had that, that look <laughs> This was the it. gray vagina dress. There you yeah. go. I just enjoyed the whole newsboy theme she has going on. Like, first we saw the vest, and now we're getting some suspenders. I'm surprised she's not wearing, like, a cap That's in the final That's what I was going to say. Theme. We don't get a lot of jaunty caps from no. her. No. She's not a hat gal. No. Um... So then Audrina is kind of like making light of the fact that they're a hot mess and she's like, I hope you don't get in trouble. And Lauren's like, I'm not the boss. I'm not the one getting in trouble. Yeah. Which is kind of a dick move on her part, but. Well, she is just the fake intern. Yeah, true. (laughs) So then Audrina's like, well, when you come home, you should take a nap. And Lauren's like, well, I can't. We have Jason's thing. And she's like, oh, shit. Like, (laughs) we got to go see Jason. And. She's like, it must be so weird for you to, like, go meet Jason's girlfriend, especially because you guys live together. Oh, at the beach. Yeah. For, so. uh, for two days, Yeah, right? for, like, two weeks before they broke up or whatever. Is that what she means? Or was Jason living in that apartment, as we suspected? Probably. I mean, when you were in, like, <coughs> relationships at that age, you were basically, yeah. like, over at each other's house. Well, and his other apartment was apparently Jordan's, but Jordan already had a roommate. He lived with Brian. So maybe he was living there. Yeah. 
Maybe that's why he and Heidi hated each other. They were roomies. Yeah. So then we are at the photo shoot and it is at, um, 9, 10 AM. Yeah. And we're at an airport hangar. I've got all these like little propeller planes out. Um, and the band is late, which I feel like is normal. Like, I feel like it was also a bit of like a setup. Like I I felt like it was dubbed in Whitney being like, I don't know when they're getting here. Yeah. Because then the car pulls up and there were no kind of other people like hustling them into place. They were just kind of doing casual hugs. I felt like it was a very kind of dubbed in issue. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like almost every celebrity is like late for everything. Yeah. Red jumpsuit apparatus, have you earned your lateness? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it wouldn't have surprised me if they actually were late either for yeah. who knows why. So then Whitney's trying to do her best to be professional and kind of boss people around. And she's like, Lauren, I'm going to give you these jeans. Just steam them and bring them back. And then she's like, and I'm going to take care of Elias. And I just love that ugly guy number one. His name is Elias. And he's like, uh-oh, why are you holding jeans? Well, first, you missed that Lauren said before they showed up, I just really don't want to throw up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and both girlfriend Lauren and Whitney are sporting giant sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Like, they've got official hangover outfits. And happening. I also want to know, when you steam jeans, like, you don't steam jeans. No. Not in the whole history of the world has anyone ever steamed a pair of jeans. And what's rock and roll about, like, freshly ironed jeans? <laughs> Shouldn't they have wrinkles in them? And actually, because the band showed up at 10.45, so it was really only an hour and 35 minutes between when they showed up. And, and they I'm had sure there had new up. prep and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Mr. Elias, also known as Ugly Guy Number 1, says, Uh-oh, why are you holding jeans? And Whitney's like, well, we want to change your jeans. And he's like, nope, uh-uh. I like mine a lot. She's like, really? But these are really nice. Like, they're good and skinny. Like, you'll like them. And he's like, nope, I just like these a lot. Yeah, that's why I love her selling point. She's like, they're really small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, these are but these are my jeans. I like my jeans. Which is dumb because if you if your PR person has contracted you to do a photo shoot for Teen Vogue, obviously part of the photo shoot is selling the clothes. Yeah. So like, come on. Yeah. Come no. on. Also no. Hey there band just starting out with one single. Do you want to be in a magazine spread or do you want to beat feet? Um, well, to be fair to the reality of that part, many years ago when I was doing hair for the bands at Nation, I had to go do the hair at the hotel for this band called the Cottonmouth Kings. Yeah. And they were a nightmare from hell. And I'd never even heard of them. So. Yeah. Yeah. They made me sit outside. After I did the, their, their manager was kind of a friend of mine and he, I don't drive, so he was my ride. And it was really hot. And they were in a motel, by the way, not a hotel. And they made me sit outside in the parking lot in the heat. What? Well, they did what? P.S. Have you ever had a big hit song, Cottonmouth Kings? No. (laughs) Wait, while they were doing what? Smoking weed and watching golf on television. Ew. Yeah, I know. Exactly. They were really rude. I had to sit up there for like an hour. (laughs) I dated a drummer. They're the worst. Yeah. Yeah. My brother's a drummer. I'm with you on that one. They are the <laughs> so then, after Elias won't put on the skinny jeans, Whitney's just like, she goes into this, like, Lisa Love impression that I love. She's just hung over and she can tell she's kind of screwed. And she was like, I'm just not happy to deal with this. Lisa's just going to look at me and be like, you do not have a future. <laughs> 
I can't do the Lisa Love impression, but it was pretty good. You'll always be remembered as the girl who couldn't get the guy in the jeans. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and not getting Elias to wear the jeans. How did that work out for you? Well, and is this where we sort of start the slope of Whitney being over it? A little, yeah. Yeah. Like, she's ready to go I think she finishes revolution. out season three, though, because... When they go to Paris, spoiler alert, she's like working that ball or whatever for TV. Oh, she's in true. it for a while. Um, so then we are with Heidi and Spencer, and we are at our favorite place in Los Angeles, The Grove. Totes, totes. <laughs> I was there, by the way, in honor of you guys. I Amazing. Did, a trip there did you stand by the fountain as it <laughs> and I wished, gesticulated I wished, wildly? I wished I was under fake snow. Yeah. Oh, if only. No, there was at the Grove that day, there was a uh, like children's musician playing for a bunch of. of was it na- Ra- Ra- Rafi? The, is it my child's musician? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have an almost two-year-old guy, so this is my life now. I'm like, Raffy fangirl. <laughs> More excited about him than red jumpsuit after ass. <laughs> Who wouldn't be? Yeah. He would have worn the jeans. There, I know. <laughs> he totally would have worn the jeans. <laughs> so Heidi and Spencer are on their way to register. Mm-hmm. And they're at Crate and Barrel, which I loved. And Heidi, oh, was it Crate and Barrel? Uh, oh, I didn't it was, but very interesting that Crate and Barrel like didn't insist on any name recognition. You could just tell from the you can um, tell from fonts. the price tags, yeah. Um, so Heidi is going insane with the uh, what are they called? Price gun, Scan- price, yeah, yeah, price gun, whatever. Um, and she goes, "See, Spencer, this is China, which is false. Those are just dishes that you buy in Crate and Barrel. China is something porcelain. you register for. Yeah. It is porcelain. It's hand wash only. Heidi is incorrect, but." I'm glad she thinks it's China. And so then she wants glasses and she wants a champagne bucket. I've always wanted one of these. She's going nuts. And Spencer's just like, I don't really get what we're doing here. I don't know what we need. And Heidi goes, oh, you want to register at Blockbuster? (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag 2007. Yes. Um, Now, I have something to say about this. And my quandary to all of you out there in the land and to both of you here on the couch, who's buying them gifts? That's a really They have no friends. Good yeah. question. They have no friends. Spencer, who's buying this? I don't know. They could probably register for two things and be good. Yep. Brody might get them something. Maybe Jen Bunny would buy them something. That's about it. Yep. Yeah. They're not getting a full set of anything. Yeah. From anyone. Yeah. And also, didn't Netflix exist in 2007? Who was going to Blockbuster? The Blockbuster was still around. Yeah. I, I know, but who was actually going? Because I was hitting up the Blockbuster yeah, I, in Yeah, I went to Blockbuster in 2007. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. The one in Adams Morgan, actually, because it was near my house. Mm. And I was in LA at that time. Blockbuster Studio City. We were hitting that up. It, there were a few people I knew who did Netflix, but it was it was still Because Netflix, you had to get you had to wait for them to come in the mail. And you only got like two at a time. No, I I mean I did three at a time. I was really religious. I got into it early. But like if you I mean if you have a date and it's eleven o'clock at night and you need a movie, Blockbuster. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I'm just saying. Yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. So then Spencer's kind of being a brat about registering, but it also kind of looks like it sucks, and I didn't do it. So he I was also know. a little reminiscent of my husband. I remember when I was trying to describe like why my aunt was pressuring us to like register immediately, and I remember my husband was like, "Why don't we need this stuff?" Well, yeah. S- Spencer said the truest thing that he's ever said ever, as far as I'm concerned, and I want it crocheted on a pillow. Which is, it's silly to ask people to buy stuff that we already have. And I feel like that's a lot of these days. I mean, people are getting married a lot later. They already have all these things. Like, 
Preach on Sunstar, I'm with you. We should actually just print that on coffee mugs, and when people register, we'll just send them <laughs> two of those. We should. My brother's getting married in a month. Maybe I'll just get him a mug that says that on it. Yeah. Um, so then Heidi gets kind of frustrated, and she's like, fine, we'll just do this another time. And there's like, some sad, melancholy music yeah. as like Heidi kind of shuffles her foot. And She'll just never get that champagne bucket. No. Also, register by yourself, dumb Heidi. Take Jen Bunny with you. Yeah, like, yeah. if Spencer's not interested, I have tons of friends that didn't bring their spouse with them when they registered. They just went buck wild with that gun. Yeah. Anyway. So then we are at Jason and Katya's apartment. And oh. you guys, it is so much later. Yeah. His hair, I looked, it's a good two inches longer yeah. than when he got out of rehab. So it's been four months. Like, four months. And it's definitely been a good month since he and Lauren last saw each other. Right. Okay. Well, so that kind of I makes mean, sense. I mean, he's back to his bedhead, long ass. Right. Like, it's back. So, he says to Lauren that he's been dating Katya for seven months. Yeah. And she's like, and he's like, sorry, six months and some odd days. So, like, when you go she back. Said four. Yeah. So, he said six, and then he was probably in rehab for 90 days. So, like, it's, huh? yeah. So, he was probably starting to date Katya. Katya, whatever. Katya. Katya. Um, before he went into rehab. Like, when he was still probably a mess. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Or, but also, or at the beginning of rehab. Or and also, he met her in rehab. Maybe. And I think it's just pretty obvious that he and Lauren have been done for, like, a year. Yeah. If not longer. Yeah. At this point. So... He's actually really sweet to Audrina, was the first thing that I noticed when they, she and Lauren walk into the party. He was like, oh my god, Audrina, and like gives her a big hug and is like, it's nice to see you. He does seem in good spirits, but he is holding a solo cup. Like, I don't... Uh, he's in good spirits because he's back on the booze. He's yeah. a freaking spirit. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. my mom he joke for the night. That is a good mom joke. <laughs> what was it? He's drinking spirits. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um... So then the girlfriends meet, and it's as awkward as you would imagine it to be. And then all of a sudden, these two friends, Brandon and who I recognize from Laguna Beach Season 3, also known as Tyler's sister, Nikki, get up to give a toast. And they're, like, yelling at people to shut up, because we are legit at, like, a college house party. Yeah. yeah. Posters. It like it's party. even. Some of them yeah. seem like senior high school. It's really... Yeah. especially Except for the old guy. Especially, yes. There are two... Uh, old, definitely old guys. Yeah. Well, one was an old guy and one was a large black man wearing chains who I'm wondering if he was like a bouncer. That's what I thought he, he was be. someone's yeah. bodyguard. He was the only minority at that party. Yeah, he was yeah. the only minority. And I'm sure, I wonder if like MTV hired him to be like, make sure Lauren doesn't get attacked at this jankity party. I don't know. Um, so the friends get up and toast and they toast Jason and Katya because they just got engaged. And they say, here's to you. Cue the thunder and lightning yeah. outside. <laughs> Crack. Um, so then Lauren and Jason have this moment on his porch. And they must be on the first floor because you can see a fountain behind Lauren. I just remembered that. Um, and Jason's like, well, I know you don't like her. And Lauren's like, I mean, I think you're being an idiot. <laughs> and you're 20 years old. What are you doing? What's the hurry? And he's like, I don't know, look at your parents. They got married at 20. And she was like, they dated for six years before. He's like, yeah, but they're like high school sweethearts. And she goes, you didn't know her in high school. You've been dating her for four months. And he goes, seven months. 
And then Lauren shoots some eyes at him and he goes, okay, six months and some odd days. There was some, a little like bitterness between the two of them, especially like you didn't go to high school with her. Unlike you and me, Mm -hmm. like there's, there's definitely some shades of her dealing with her. Like I could have married this guy. Yes. Well, they had a wedding date set. Uh, Yeah. Like Lauren actually did think she was going to marry Jason for quite a while. Yeah. And not only did he kind of hide the girlfriend, he clearly hid how serious it was. He said they were moving in, but then the first day Lauren meets her, he kind of throws this like bullshit engagement in her face. Yeah. I mean, and Katja's pretty embittered as we see her earlier mouth to a friend, like something along the lines of what the hell is she doing here? Yeah. So then Katya comes out to the porch and just kind of like rubs Jason's shoulders. Hey, babe. Having fun, baby? (laughs) It's like, yeah, he's off the wagon. He's having a blast. And then she literally turns her back to Lauren and Lauren and Jason just exchange a look and Lauren just says, congratulations. (laughs) She says it even flatter than I said it. It's amazing. And that's that. That's a wrap on the engagement party. Then we're back at Teen Vogue, where Whitney is being called on the carpet by Lisa Love, who is still sporting the same hairstyle, but weirdly, it's pinned back on the opposite side this time. She's trying out her angles. Yeah, first time it was right side, this time it was left. She's really working it. Um, and she basically calls Whitney on the carpet and says, like, why were they late? And Whitney says, oh, well, I don't know, but, you know, we, we took them out the night before to kind of get to know them. They were new in town, and Lisa was like, whoa. She's like, that's not what we do. That's not part of your job. You need to be professional. Basically, without saying it, says, don't fuck the talent, yeah. which is what she's basically saying. Yeah. And, um, she says, well, so I don't understand. Were they late because they were out with all night, or were they late because the car didn't show up? Either way is Whitney's fuck up, because I'm sure Whitney was responsible for the car. Yeah. And Whitney just kind of goes like, well, I don't really know. Um, but then Lisa turns it around and kind of gets nice and says like, all right, well, you know, don't let it happen next time. And this is a learning curve and blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. She says, you just really need to step up your game. But she didn't say it like mean and nasty. I thought it was more just like, oh, step up your game. And next time, like, it wasn't like she talks to Lauren. Well, because I feel like this, I feel like this was the intersection between like MTV and the show and Teen Vogue, where it was like, okay, we're actually having this photo shoot. We're going to have it. And I guess like, you know, we'll have Whitney. You'll be in charge of some things some more. And then this is MTV saying oh, this band, we want to promote this band. Like, you girls have to go out with them and get publicity. And And it did make for a scene in the show, too, that Lisa was mad. (laughs) I wonder if they were ever actually in the magazine. I don't know. I think I vaguely remember that they were. You know? I can check. Um, Oh, and of course, Whitney got to say everything. I was just about to say Uh that. Lisa says, so you ran the call sheet? And Whitney says, yeah, I think I did everything. Yeah. I was really happy I was here for one of those guys. <laughs> it's really meaningful. But now we have further, like, you know, you heard. Oh, it's, yeah. It's an issue. Clear as a bell. Yeah, it's an issue. Oh, so then we are out to breakfast again. At Bread Bar. Yep. With Spencer and Heidi, the mm-hmm. boring married couple who aren't married. And Spencer is playing, like, I mean, I guess he's just being, like, a 20-year-old boy about marriage, I guess. Like... Heidi says she's got a great church picked out, and he's like, we're not going to Tibet? She's like, no, we're not going to Tibet, like, taking him seriously. And he's like, I thought we were eloping. She's like, no, I I want family and the dress and the church. That's what a little girl dreams of. And 
she's like, well, what do your parents say about the wedding? And he says that he hasn't spoken to his parents about yeah. the wedding. He did not tell them. And I love that we never meet his parents no. on this show. Uh-uh. Ever. Well, they were pissed he was on the show. Yeah. They yeah. were not happy about it. So yeah. they would never be They're on the show. They're people of society and... Uh, yeah. So dental then, society. Yeah. What? Dental society. society. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Heidi says, you haven't told your parents we're getting married? And he says, no. Yeah. I'd be livid. They made a big deal of going to Colorado and flashing that ring around and having the awkward conversations with Heidi's parents, and he hasn't done Jack. Well, but Heidi's parents could only... Their only input could be that Spencer's a dick. Spencer's parents' input could be that she's a gold digger. Right. Mm. Very true. Yeah. yeah. And could feasibly cut him off. Mm. Heidi's parents can't cut anything off. That's true. Except for maybe the... What was the thing they served that was so great at their restaurant? Chocolate souffle. Yeah. Elk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no more elk and chocolate souffle. Yes. Not, not the same as no more Malibu Beach House. No. True. Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Yeah. Um, so then, for our final scene, we are outside of Teen Vogue, and Whitney and Lauren are having lunch, and Lauren is wearing some fuck-me heels. Yeah, they're hot. They are hot, but man, they are tall, and she struggles a little walking well, down you the know, street. You know what that is? She probably saw a scene with her and Whitney and said, oh, God, I'm I short. I look like a midget. Yeah. Hike yep. me up in the big girl heels. <laughs> yep. Totally. They are, they're like a good five inches. They, like, she's penguin walking. She's not planting her heels whatsoever. She's towing it all the way. So she says that she went to the party at Jason's house and Whitney says like, oh yeah, you met his girlfriend. And Lauren goes, no, I met his fiance. (laughs) Thought that was good. And Whitney's mind is blown. She's like, fiance, that's so weird. He dated you less, like, a year ago and now he's engaged and... Lauren's like, but it wasn't even that that made me sad. She's like, when I picture an engagement party and what I want mine to be like, it has nothing to do with a keg and a Bob Marley poster. (laughs) She said it was difficult to take seriously. And in the program he's in, he's not even supposed to be dating anyone. Well, and I like that, that she finally brought that up. Yeah. Um, uh, The other thing that I like that she brought up is that Whitney kind of says, like, well, you know, you kind of just have to let him do what he has to do, and you kind of just have to let him fall. And Lauren says, I've seen him fall down before he falls hard. Yeah. Because Lauren's saying she doesn't want to pick up the pieces. Yeah. Yeah. And he does fall hard. Well, and it's obvious, too, that Lauren does not trust anybody he's keeping company with, because she walked in that party and did not talk to anybody. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. Nobody. Yeah. But I feel like at the end of this, we get that Lauren has finally gotten closure. Because she says, like, I just, I'm, she's like, I just, when I was at that party, I just thought this could have been me. And I'm really glad that it's not. Yeah. And so I think this for her was finally like, wow, he's out of my system. I did the right thing. Like, I wish him no ill will, but I don't want to go down that road. I mean, I can, you can see it happen at the party when you think back. Like... Not only does he have a girlfriend, she walks into his new apartment with this new, apparently supportive girlfriend that he's moving in with, and there's a keg and solo cups everywhere, and he's off the wagon. And and is engaged at 20 years old. And honestly, there is nothing better than that feeling. Yeah. Nothing better than that feeling. To feel like, okay, I've grown out. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why she left so early. She was like, it's not going to get any better than this. Yeah. I myself like to stay and revel in it, but (laughs) (laughs) that's just me. (laughs) You want to do keg stands and yeah, just be like, yeah, that's the end. That's the end. And so um, next week we've got some exciting stuff going on. They go to Vegas to my 
favorite hotel, the Palms. So we're gonna get to see some ghost bar. It's gonna be fucking good. There's, there's a big shakeup at Bolt House. Yeah, mm. um, Elodie is quitting. You give it all away. It said it in the thing. I know. I'm just saying. But does she? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Audrina says she's done. Again, when it comes to the girls picking on her about Justin Bobby. And we we have been uh, uh, lacking in Justin Bobby for the last few episodes. And I don't think it's okay. Yeah. But she says she's done. And we promised that every time she said she was done, we're going to take a shot. So maybe next episode we'll have to do a redheaded slut. We, for sure. Because <laughs> we'll be recording on Saturday, so we can. Yeah. Oh, oh amaze. Yeah. Well, well, they're going to be in Vegas drinking. We'll be here drinking. It'll be great. Yep. Awesome. Perfect. Um, so that's it. We will see you guys next week. Thank you again, Diana, for hanging out, covertly joining us again. Thank you we, for letting me loved crash it. your party. Like I said, I enjoy being the Gen Buddy or low. I'll give you're myself low. low. You're, you're low. low. Low of sure. your festivities. <laughs> and that's it. Until next time. <sighs> and that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram, and Twitter at B. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at B at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review and please subscribe. Until next time. <laughs>